0: This is 400 plus. I'm Mark Sims. My guest is Paris Walker Thomas. Paris Walker Thomas is a parent. And today we're going to talk about parenting, parenting and the public schools. How are you, Paris Thomas?
1: I am doing well and wonderful. It's a nice day outside. Uh, How for, are
0: you, Mark? I'm fine. Well, before we talk about the, uh, the public schools and getting the best out of a public school, whatever you send your child to. That's the question I'm about to ask you. You went to Central State. Tell, tell us a little yeah. bit about Central State and your college experience
1: in my college days in central state ohio it i want to say i was I was new to college and at the time it was just like I didn't have the blueprint by being going away to school. My mom and my dad they stayed locally, so they went to school locally, so I wasn't like prepared to go away and it was like one of the most terrifying experiences of my life but it was a needed uh, experience for my life because it taught me how to actually be independent and taught me things that I probably wouldn't have learned if I would have stayed home. And it, by being a historical black college, it taught me so much about like history and um, my predecessor, because Paul Robeson was actually at that school. And I went to Paul Robeson high school. So to see where he actually was a, Actor in 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 the theater, the original theater. It was it was kind of like I was living in a time or a historic time, and it was it was a great experience.
0: That's that's excellent. So you're the person to talk about parenting in schools. So that's, here's yes. the question, uh, <laughs> Paris Thomas: How can a parent get the best education possible for their child at the school they attend?
1: Well, by me being a single mom. I felt, and my mom taught me these things as far as, like, trying to be connected with the, your, your child's school. I'm just going to speak about my experience and then my mom's experience, and then I'm going to tell you a little bit about, like, what I feel the community should do. My mom was always a driven school person. So it was school, school, school. And she believed that education was your link to the world. She believed that education could get you wherever you wanted to, to go whatever color you are, she believed that if you're a smart person, you can navigate through this thing called life because of your education. And because my grandmother drilled that into her, she drilled that into us. And it wasn't like, well, you go to school and high school. No, you're gonna to go to you're gonna to go to elementary school, you're gonna to go to high school and you're gonna to go to college. Period. It was no ifs, ands and buts in our household. That I don't care if you wanted to get 70, 80 tattoos, you make sure you go to college. I don't care if you want to work a job late, you go to, you're go going to go to high school. It was just like that was our main uh, goals in our house, like as as a, as, a, as a kid. So she was like, well, I waited a, like a year before I went away to school because I wanted to work. And I was like, well, I want my own car. I want my own things. I want to be independent. She thought I was crazy. She said, why do you want to do all that when you can get that in college? And at the time, I did not know that, but she was absolutely right. I could have waited to get, like, get in debt and then go to school. But I wanted to do things my own way because I was the, I was the, part, the oldest of three-step twins. And it's six of us. We're all two years apart. And I was the oldest. So it was my job to kind of lead by example. And when I went away to school, my sisters, they followed suit too, right after me. So it was just like, when, in in our, and I guess in the black community, if you do lead by example, you will have people to follow you. And that's kind of how it was in my family. And we did that. And my mom's case, when she was going to school, when she was growing up, it was not as easy. So she wanted us to realize, hey, it is very easier, I mean, it's easier for you to complete these things. Because in my time, it wasn't. And she grew up in like the 60s, 70s. So, her era was a little bit different. Ours was, like, a little more lax. And so, it taught me how to, like, basically go ahead and teach my son how to navigate through this thing because it makes things easier if you do, quote, unquote, the right thing, you know, elementary school, high school, and then college. It, it makes things easier for you. And I believe, as a parent, if you're teaching your, your child or if they see these things, they it initially will be in them as growing up, and they'll understand how they see your life. So it's almost like leading by example. So in that instance, they're going to see how it goes with you, and then they ask questions on how, Mom, why is it like this, or why is it like that, because I went to this school. And, well, why What other people not like us? And it's difficult to explain because I have to tell him that other people – didn't follow the quote-unquote book and that they didn't that's why it's kind of a little bit harder for them and as a parent it comes
0: down to parenting you'd agree right
1: yeah yeah wholeheartedly if your parents are there for you and telling you this is what basically your parents give you the pros and cons of the situation and you you as a kid or child understand this you grab you you grab hold to it and you understand like well, you know what, my mom is teaching me right from wrong. And it, it it's just a simple parenting teaching, hey, this is how it goes, you know. It's nothing it's not rocket science, it's just a simple teaching experience, yeah, but, you know, Paris, as a parent.
0: Paris, uh, Paris Thomas. Uh Paris Walker mm-hmm. Thomas.
1: Uh <laughs>
0: Did how did you choose? Let's start with elementary school and high school, and I'm assuming you may be in the choice of your, you know, your son's college. How do you how do you pick the best school possible? Grammar school, high school, or college?
1: Well, for my, my child, it's the different different uh, variables that plays a part of it. Um, when he started at school, I initially thought because we come from like a middle class family. I'm like, well, if you pay for your education, you're gonna get the best. You're gonna get the best, right? So I started Jacob out at a private school. It was Rosen Christian neighborhood, and he was thriving. He was just doing very good. He was. It was a great school, but I had to pay. And it was a Christian-based school. They taught you morality. And i even as a child, like going to school, the Rosen Christian was literally across the street from our other house. So we were on 108th place and it was Rose and Christian was right there. And I used to see the kids, they used to get dropped off by the parents and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, well, mom, why we got to walk to school? Maybe they get dropped off. So I'm like, well, I want my my child to go to that school. When, if I, if I have a child at the time, I'm thinking as a kid, I'm like, if I have a kid, I'm going to go to that school. So when it came to me being a parent at 22, <laughs> um, I told that I knew this history of this school Thanks, I, I chose the history of the school and I chose that. I was like, well, you know what? It's a decent school all around, all the way around. They had good education. They had good background. They had a good, hold on one second. I
0: know, I know in your car you're being distracted.
1: No, no, no. Okay. So I'm inside. I can talk now. Okay, go ahead. So he, he went to the school and then I, I had to pay for it and it was, I was blessed with a financial situation. I'm like, okay, I can, I can, I can do this. But a lot of people are not blessed like that. And I was a, a a sales manager. I was one of the youngest sales managers in the car business, and I was making good money. I was the person that was the gatekeeper that pretty much let you know if you are gonna get a car or not. I was one of those, and I had I was making good money, and those decisions were kind of required of me to make those. Choices to say, hey, my my kid has to get the best of the best because I am making enough money, and I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. And it was, I followed the, I was following the the rules in that sense. So he went there from like, uh, I guess a preschooler to like first grade. Then financial things hit as far as the economy, so I wasn't making as much money. So I decided to make a sacrifice, and I decided, well, since he's younger, he can still have the advantage of an education. So I started looking into public school, not just regular public school, charter school, because I thought charter schools had a different tier of education teaching. So I'm guessing what initially made me decide these things was me reading and doing a little bit more research as far as what I felt like my, my child deserves to get out of this
0: education system. Let me cut, so, let me cut in. Paris, Paris Thomas, the, the thing about mm-hmm. it, you're a middle class parent, you went to Central State, you got a college degree, you are you're in business, but, the, but there's a lot of parents here in Chicago. I'm talking about black parents because this show is for black mm-hmm. folks. Other folks can listen, but it's mainly for black folks. And for African Americans, most of us see Chicago are lower income. Even in the South suburbs, we're not middle class. Yeah. We're working class. So it's, isn't it a little bit harder for that working class parent who, who don't have the resources to try? They have to almost deal with that neighborhood school that's a few blocks from their house.
1: Yeah, and that's what's crazy. You mentioned that because a lot of my next door neighbors, they don't have they, or didn't have what I, what my family had. So it's difficult to say because they li- we literally grew up together. We we lived next door to each other, and it was two different different lives they had their grandma they had their mom they had their dad it was their life was just different and this is like this all around our community they just were lower income they didn't have the nicest things they didn't have the nice education well, and, they, and the key it, is that they it,
0: weren't exposed to more than what they know you know what i'm saying
1: i'm i could say yes and no because the, the uh grandmother that was next door she was a really jazzy lady but yet she wasn't Educated, she was more so material. She was more so, hmm. you got to get a job, you got to work. So a lot of, I guess, elderly people have taught us two two ways: either you one go to education route, or you work to get whatever you want. And the next door neighbor lady, she was like a grandmother of: you get up, you grow, you grow up at eighteen, you get out, you get to do a job, and that's, I'm guessing, tripled down through generations. But Pretty much all of people in my area, because I grew up on 108th and Wentworth.
0: but, but people got people got to understand, You know, we're we're like 20 years apart, and the point yes. is that things sort of change. So, so Big you time. almost have to tweak. Let's say the let's say you were raised in the 60s and 70s or whatever you brought up, mm-hmm. but things are a little bit different now in the 2000s. So, not not totally different, but you you have some basic values. Then you have to tweak the basic values or try to mold those basic, basic values in a modern time. So let me just, this, let me just wrap this up. If oh. you, if you were a counselor, you <laughs> used to counsel people <laughs> in the business in the making business decisions as a salesperson. Oh. But if he was a counselor, uh, let's say you were doing a parenting class. Let's get, let's get paternalistic, if you will. Okay. How would you, how would you, what, what advice would you give like new parents, like that 20 year old you used to be trying to pick that preschool, grammar school, high school, and then try to get the, whatever school, even if you have to set up for the neighborhood school down the street from your house, how do you get your child to get the best education possible from that neighborhood school?
1: Well, first and foremost, and that's funny you mentioned that too, because I do actually volunteer to talk to young ladies with younger children and they get way younger than me, single moms, just trying to make it and figure it out. So I take my advice and I don't, I don't look down upon no one. I just take my advice and try to give them the best advice possible. One, are you involved in your kid's education? Meaning, do you go to your uh, child's school? Do you talk to your child's teacher? Do you have a relationship with your child's teacher? Do you even know her name or his name? Things like that. That's just bottom line. I don't care if you like the, you got the lowest of the low of income. It doesn't even matter at that point. But because the low is a low income person, as long as their parent is involved, they will thrive. So you, as a parent, and I, what my advice would be is to go have a relationship with the principal, the 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 officers, or whoever is in the child's uh, vicinity when they walk into the door. Do you have a relationship with them? Then do you have a relationship with the teacher? Do they know your name? Do they know anything about you? Do you have a relationship with email or call them? Do you have that relationship with that school? That's the first thing, and I've seen a lot of people do not even know half of their children's teachers. We have a, such of a disconnect right now that because of remote learning especially, you have to get yourself together and get on camera and talk to your, teachers, your, te- your, your child's teacher. And but even even when even when, even when this
0: pandemic yeah. ends, even when the pandemic ends, because like I say, you were a mm-hmm. twenty-year-old when you became a parent. I was in my thirties, and I, I, I tell you, it's and if I was, you know, like it's only fifteen years, even twenty years older than my parents, my my children, I would have been intimidated by those teachers.
1: Why? Because, How, no, I mean, if,
0: uh, I ask uh, why? Just yeah, no. What I'm saying because if you, if okay, if you were younger and you don't have education. Or you don't oh, speak. You're not yeah, super articulate, yeah, yeah. and you say I can't really go toe to toe with them teachers. But I was an older parent. I was in my 40s. My kids in school. I can take on mm-hmm. any teacher. I was. I was confident. And that my hand. mom
1: taught me how to speak to people, so it was a little bit different. And that's what I'm saying. You have I, to I think, be.
0: Have, you have to have some level of confidence in yourself to say, Listen, here, I'm not the smartest mm-hmm. parent. I didn't. I didn't finish school. I didn't go to college. Will you, you please help but me? Ma, and I'm gonna do. You don't
1: have to be. I'm sorry. You don't have to be the smartest. You don't have to be the most. Educated. But you have to. But you, you have, have
0: to. to no, you know, but you have to have that confidence. I'm sorry, couldn't yell, but I have to yes. have that confidence to say, listen, here, I'll do the best I can as a parent, as a parent. But I'm, I'm willing mm-hmm. to work. But, you know, you got to understand this is who I am I, you know, and I'm willing to do this. But you have mm-hmm. to have that. It, it takes a lot. of. It, it takes guts. I fought with principles. It's nasty. And if you don't oh, have yeah. that confidence in I'm yourself, you, mom, you, <laughs> that, if you're not that, if you don't have that confidence as a young parent, you just say, "I mm. ain't going up there, to go toto toto them teachers. I ain't got time to, That's true. Other than I'm gonna cuss them out. I'm not gonna intellectually engage them. I'm gonna cuss them out because that's where I am.
1: You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's that's kind of how you you you, as a younger person, you you determine like I can get better. I can get uh, more with my actions. If I, if I prove that I'm the loudest or I prove that I'm, I'm the sorry heart- I'm sorry, sorry couldn't
0: take a few minutes. Mm. I, I can't thank you enough for being a guest on the show, because this is really good. I can go forever. <laughs> but just take a few minutes, I'd like two, three minutes, and just end the show, give these young parents and parents in general some, some inspiration.
1: Well, I say that I don't care if you're the smartest, I don't care if you're the richest, I don't care if you're the most good-looking or articulate or non articulate person possible. If you just show some sort of initiative to be involved in your child's upbringing far as school, remote learning, in front of camera, talking to them, saying hello, just being approachable as a parent that you're concerned about the development of your child, or either go online if you can't. Everybody's going online. Go online and just type in child development courses. They're free. They're free by the state. They're free online. It will teach you how to be not as confident but understand the system to have a better relationship with your child's teacher or your t- your child's education because that little, small, insignificant thing will turn into something so big and grand. It's almost like the seed that you plant. It's going to grow in something bigger and better, and they're going to want to do more. And then the fact that you're involved as a parent your child see that, and they're gonna get more confident about furthering their, their education. Cause I seen it, I'm a product of it. As I saw my mom come to my school, I was super excited. You know, so every time she would come, even whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, she would come to my school to talk to my principal, oh, and your friends, and they'd be like, oh, I saw your mom, you know, try to do that because that builds confidence in a child. And it's long lasting. To even just be there and say hello or make yourself known.